Welcome to the Jump Around with Blake Dudonis, my podcast on women's basketball. Joining me today, it's St. Louis University head coach Lisa Stone. Lisa has had uh, really an incredible career. She's started at the D3 level, worked her way up, was really successful at UW-Eau Claire, as much as that pains me as a current rival of said team, but also was really good at Drake, had a chance to coach Wisconsin, where she's from, and now has gone to St. Louis and turned a program with very little history of success into a, a contender in a really good A-10 conference. So I'm excited to, to hear her story, her journey from growing up in a little town in Wisconsin uh, all the way through her great coaching career. So we'll get her on the phone. We'll be right back. This is The Jump Around. And welcome back to the Jump Around. And joining me it is the head coach at St. Louis University, Lisa Stone. Lisa, I really appreciate you you taking some time out of your schedule to hop here uh, on with me. I've been looking forward to it, so thank you very much for giving me your time. It's awesome, Blake. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's uh, you know I'm impressed by you. I, I laugh at your posts. I, I enjoy uh, following you and your your team and, and, and your life, and uh, I'm looking forward to this. Well, I appreciate that, and uh, that sentiment goes both ways. And you and I have some connection in that I'm, I am I coach now in, in your home state, and I, I want to kind of go back to the beginning. When when you're growing up in, in little Oregon, Wisconsin, uh, you're, you're coming up as, as, a, as an athlete in high school, uh, you end up going to play at Iowa. What did you envision basketball for you like where when you when you decide to go to Iowa you decide to play basketball for Vivian Stringer there did did you have any sort of idea of where basketball was going to take you after that you know absolutely not I mean and again I just turned 58 last week so I'm old enough to be your mother Blake and when we when we uh start this whole journey it's a little longer than probably most of your guests because I'm older but uh, yeah, I grew up in Oregon, Wisconsin. Uh, we moved there from Madison when I was four years old. My parents still live in that same home. Um, and my biggest fans, I'm the oldest of four children. Uh, I played tennis, basketball, and ran track at Oregon. Had opportunities in each of those three sports to go beyond uh, high school, and I chose basketball. And um, yeah, and I was hard. I, I really, I was a high jumper, and I played a, a lot of tennis. And and, you know, basketball was just a, you know, a two-semester sport, and we didn't have, there was no AAU. The only summer basketball I had was across the street at Tom Lundy's outside basket, and we played every night, me and the boys. And at, back at the day, it was, you were called a tomboy. Yes. I mean, that's a very dated <laughs> term, but that's what I was. I, I got thrown out of Little League because I was a girl. I was played baseball and did all those things, and you know, I, I enjoyed it. And the, like the high school football coach lived behind us and I knew how to run a out and up and a, you know, post pattern, a flag pattern and a Sam belly on go and all these crazy little football things. And I was little, I wasn't very big, but I, I grew up, you know, playing a bunch of sports, um, decided to go to Iowa and, uh, had opportunities at, uh, uh many of the big 10 schools, uh, was not recruited by Wisconsin. Ironically is where I ended up coaching, but I, I grew up seven miles from, you know, Badger country and always a Badger and Packer fan and Brewer fan and still am to the day. But I went to Iowa and I, I played there for as a point guard for four years and very fortunate to be able to to learn. I, I, I did not play for Vivian until my senior year. Yes. But um, and Coach Stringer is probably my greatest mentor because she's a mother, wife, teacher, coach. 
And my time at Iowa being when you're the point guard on a team and, and like you're a coach too, your, your point guard needs to be an extension of you. And that's what I had learned early. And that's where basketball started to direct me into what I wanted to do. Um, the coaching path didn't begin until um, after I got finished playing my senior year at Iowa as a player, I was, you know, um, asked if I'd be interested in being a college basketball coach right out of college at Cornell College in Mount Vernon, Iowa, which was 19 miles up the road from Iowa City. And I'm like, why? Well, I don't have any experience, mm-hmm. you know, and what comes to the job. And I made $19,500. I remember that vividly. <laughs> and they offered me the, after I finished, I graduated in four years and I was in grad start, was going to start grad school in the summer and uh, single at the time. So I take this job and I'm the softball coach, the basketball coach. And I taught anatomy, physiology, and biomechanics. That is not a lie. I cannot even make that up. Those classes, like I had just taken at Iowa. Yeah. So fortunately, I was only 19 miles away. I drove down and met with my professors. <laughs> and I used the same stuff. Because Cornell College is on the block plan. So like Colorado College, they take one course at a time. Okay. So unlike River Falls and Eau Claire, well, where I'll get to where it's, you know, normal classes and whatever, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you got psychology or something took one course at a time. So if I had anatomy for one, one month, you took one class a month, I could focus just on that and coach my team. And I was young. I was, I had just turned 22. So the players, the seniors on my team were nearly my age. Um, anyways, I did that and, uh, you know, I had to learn a lot and you just do what you got to do. You know, you figure it out, you figure it out. And, um, softball, I just, you know, I played summer softball and, you know, had fun and drank beer with my friends and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> that was my softball experience, but I'll be darned. I taught everybody how to slide and everybody how to bunt because we couldn't hit for anything, <laughs> but we could bunt and we could slide and we made it to the conference championship. I have absolutely no idea. But, um, anyways, I, I stayed there for three years and then, uh, was approached to go come up to the WIC. Now my connections there, Ken Anderson was at, at Eau Claire for years and the, the courts obviously named after me, Ben and Zorn arena as a, yep. as a coach. And, you know, I, 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 I was there and, and I went up there and he says, at least you need to come up and be our coach. And again, teaching came with that. I'm not sure if you teach at River Falls, I don't, but I, I don't. had to teach uh, some wellness courses some activity courses, things of that nature. And I got married in between there. So I was at Cornell three years uh, and I got married. Uh, my husband's from Oregon, Wisconsin as well. We were best friends growing up. We've been married 32 years now. We went to Eau Claire, and uh, he's a CPA, so that was an easy transition. And and I start coaching, and I this time I didn't have to coach softball anymore. I had basketball, but I had to teach a bunch of courses. So we stay at Eau Claire, and I'm going to run through this fast, but we, we can come back. But I was at Eau Claire for 12 years. We lived behind elementary school. We walked to church. We were very in love with Eau Claire. I thought we'd be there forever. It's a wonderful city. It's a great place to be. It's close to my, my family's in Oregon, you know, it's three hours away and our, both our children, my daughter, Allie's now 28. My son, Tyler's 25. And they were born in Eau Claire at Sacred Heart Hospital right there in Claremont and loved it and sat on our front yard and cried when I, when we were going to leave. Um, Allie's in third grade. Tyler's going to go into kindergarten and, you know, didn't want to go because everything we had was there. Sure. And we were very active in the community and we had great success at Eau Claire and a couple of final fours, a couple of two national championship uh, appearances, et cetera. And 
um, the Drake, Drake university had, um, actually I'd interviewed at green Bay. I'd interviewed at uh, Milwaukee and, and, uh, and interviewed at, at Drake and the Drake thing happened super fast. They flew in, they grabbed Ed and I took us down to Des Moines. They take my husband golfing and dinner and, <laughs> and I sat in a room all day and got peppered with questions. Yeah. Like, yeah. A little bit a different three for him. Coach go to division one. <laughs> yeah. You know, sure. And, you can interrupt me if I'm being a magpie here, but I'm just telling my story. This is fantastic. So, you please um, keep going. I, uh, I, I end up being offered the job at, at, at Drake, and we moved to West Des Moines. My son starts kindergarten. My daughter's in third grade, and, you know, it was a very easy transition. That's, again, a very wonderful Midwestern community. Great history. Lisa Bluter had built a dynasty there, and, you know, I was handed a, a team of her players. Um my time at Drake, interesting, and it's a it's a <clears throat> a good story, um, a, a interesting story. But my first year there, we had five big time um, adversity things we had overcome. So my first week on the job, I'd hired a friend of mine from from Oregon that had been the head coach at Bradley, and her name was Donna Freitag. She uh, is on my staff, and within the first week or two of, of our job. Um, she had found out that a player, a former player of hers at Bradley had passed away. And so that right away, I said, you need to go take care of that. Don't worry about it. We'll get recruiting going. Don't worry about that. So she went and, you know, obviously connected with that family. Um, I had another, the next within, this is all within like the first six weeks of the job. And I, again, I'm coming from D from Eau Claire to, to Drake. Um, we have a, a player that mother passed away of pancreatic cancer and I never met that mother and I have never met the player yet, mm. you know, because she was with her mother. So yeah. I now become a surrogate mother and do my very best to connect with it. That's the first connection I had with this, this, this wonderful young woman. Next then, um, uh, we're doing individual workouts like everybody does. And you know, the blocking pad we all use to protect oh, ourselves yeah. so we don't get hurt. My, my post player, her name is Carla Bennett, just a un- six, five stud, probably capable of being a, a pro, but went on and into the ministry. Uh, Carla uh, was working with us, and the pad was set down by by the base of the basket. And she was backing up to listen, and she stepped on it. Uh-huh. And she had a subtalar joint dislocation, which basically is if you play golf and you step in a hole, mm. um, and your ankle goes one way, your foot goes the other way. It's very gross. Yep. Well, that's what we're looking at. And this kid is. You know, she's 6'5", 225 pounds, and I can't pick her up. And she is screaming bloody murder. And we get her to the hospital, and I'm in there with her when they reduce it. That's uh, not a thing that anybody wants to be a part of. Mm-hmm. And she looked at me. She goes, Coach, I, I, I'm I'm injured. They told me she'd be out all year. It's our best. It's like our best player. Sure. And uh, I'm like, okay. She goes, I'm, it's going to be okay. She goes, Coach, don't. It's, it, yep, it is. She goes, I'll pray a lot, and I'll be darned. Ironically. She ends up playing in our first game. She, you know, we did all the rehab, and our first game was against St. Louis University. <laughs> yes, crazy story. So we go down there, and we beat St. Louis. We go back home. That year, we end up winning the league um, and, uh, you know, had a had a great goal of it. We were in NCAA tournament, and, uh, again, I had great players. But, the, but rewind back, the last two pieces of that adversity piece are the most devastating. So... I had a, again, this is way before, this is preseason, a uh, player came to me and she goes, Coach Stone, I have a lump on my neck. I don't know what it is. I've had it for a couple months. I said, well, let's go to the doctor because I, I go to doctor's appointments with my players. I just do. I want to be the mom there. I'll sit in yeah. the waiting room and 
comfort them and all that kind of stuff. She comes out and the doctor says she has pancreatic cancer or not pancreatic cancer. She has, um, lymphoma. Um, and it, you know, it, 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 she has cancer and, you know, you're used to ankles and, and knees and fingers and things like that. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. Great. So we're sitting there weeping. And she said, coach stone, I need you to call the team and get them in the locker room around six o'clock. And I want you to bring 15 cookie dough blizzards. This is a true story. (laughs) She goes, it's going to be hard on my team. I'm going to beat it. Don't worry, coach. I, I, I I can do this. And I'm going to go through chemo radiation, all that. And that, that ice cream cures everything. So we go, she tells the team, obviously very devastating. And she's going to go through this. She did the relay for life. Um, we did race, um, relay for life, all those things as a team in support of Martha and Martha, um, went basically, so we're dealing with that right now. Okay. The next person, and this is two days later, and it's also the week we're going to play Iowa. So Iowa, this, this is my first year and this is coach Bluter's team. Yeah. I've just inherited it. Yeah. We're going to play. So it's the week of the Iowa game. And, and Lisa calls me, we're friends. And she goes, Lisa, how about after the game, no matter what, we all circle up, you know, and we, we pray for, for, uh, uh, Martha and for, for Aaron and for Don's player and all these, and Carla's, you know, healing and all that. I get a call the night before the game, a freshman, uh, a point guard, uh, for us, Lisa Bluter recruited, um, pharmacy major 4.0, just a really, really good player calls me it's like 12 30 at night and that's not you don't like no, a call at that's that time, not no matter good. what and i'm a mom good. and that so you she says coach can you come down to mercy hospital my dad and i are down here he came for the game and and um having some things looked at and so i go down there and she has a tumor on the base of her cerebellum which controls your um coordination and she's so this is the night before the game and fortunately there's there's no cancer she's you know, going to have to have it removed, but she can't play right now. So, um, but this is the night before the game. She goes, please don't tell anybody. The team has gone through too much. Just tell them I'm not feeling well. I'm not going to play in the game. So we play the game. We actually are successful. We beat Iowa. Um, so it was hard. It's hard to go play against your former team. And mm-hmm. um, fortunate I had was inherited a really good team. And we, afterwards we pray and then we announce what Martha has. So, Robin Roberts comes, we're on ESPN, they do all these stories, our team rallies, we go the season with seven players, and we make the Sweet 16. So we, and we ended up beating, um, uh, we went to Sweet 16 at Baylor, uh, we won our first game, we had to play Baylor on national TV, sellout crowd, and the little Drake Bulldogs beat Baylor 76 to 72 to advance to the Sweet 16 for the first time in school history. And a lot of it, we were certainly inspired by everything that had happened. So it was an amazing ride. And I stayed, I was there for three years and then was able to um, go back home and coach at Wisconsin. Um, We went to postseason. I was there eight years, six of our eight years were in postseason. And they wanted a little bit more and that's okay. Um, That's a profession. Um, I had a, we had a great run there. We finished third in the big 10, two years in a row and had a really, really good run and a really good class coming in and, and, uh, they wanted a change. So I stepped away for a year. I uh, worked for ESPN and the Big Ten Network, did TV, loved it. Certainly not a uh, beauty queen. So they had makeup to help me look better on TV. And uh, my kids said, Mom, you need to get back in. I mean, you're driving us nuts. You need to go back on the court. You've got too much energy. And I looked around, had some, some really, really good opportunities. And 
St. Louis triggered me because I want my next move. I just turned 50. I wanted to do something that's never been done. Go throw myself into a program, embrace those kids in the program and my support from my, um, my president who comes to every game, he and his wife, my athletic director, I talk to every single day. Um, and I've been here nine years. We've won a championship. Uh, got a really good team. Love what I do. I still got fire in my belly and, um, like to coach and, and, and instruct kids. But, uh, this is, this will be 35 years as a head coach. I've never been an assistant. I've only been a head coach, which is, uh, maybe a drawback of mine, but I've loved what I've done. I'm still the same person I was when I was at Eau Claire and I hope to do this for 10 more years. Yeah. Oh man. Wow. Wow. There is so so much. That's what. That's all I got. That's it. All right. Cool. Great. No. There's so much to unpack though within that story. Um, I'd like to go back to to Eau Claire if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. Um, When you take over uh, the program, you you and I both know the league is phenomenal, uh, Mm -hmm. and and it was good. And Eau Claire hadn't really had much success before you got there. and then your first year, you just go 24 and four and go to the Elite Eight. No big deal. So <laughs> for you, you, and you and you sustain that success throughout your time there. I, I mean, just how are you able to do that when well, no one else has been able to do that? Well, I, you know, the it's very interesting. I mean, I, and, and that's what I admire about you, Blake. I mean, you, you, you love your kid, your team. You do, and you gotta show them that. Mm-hmm. They're, they, 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 you have to show them that love. And when I had gotten there, I was still young, and I was, I, I gave them everything. And I'm a big person on energy and enthusiasm. And mm-hmm. anybody that knows me, that's just who I am. And, and my family, I'm just, I don't sit still. I just, I'm running all over the place all the time. I threw myself in that program, and I thought, I mean, I think Eau Claire, UW Eau Claire. My, my daughter graduated from there as well. Played soccer there. I absolutely love it. It's beautiful. It, it's a, it's a wonderful campus. Um, there was great history on the men's side. I leaned into Ken Anderson when he was there. I watched that success and the, and the recruiting piece of it. I got out in the community. I got people there. We started selling out my last two years, you know, and it's funny cause everybody would go this, like my husband had the kids and they bring a diaper bag and they, they knew that that was at seat. There was, you didn't have like sitting, you know, row five <laughs> B you, people just went to their seats and people lined up outside the doors to come and watch a team that was involved in the community that, you know, played for each other. Um, I worked, you know, you, you build relationships. I mean, some of those, some of those players to, even to this day are, you know, I, I was proud at one time, nine of my former Eau Claire players were coaching. And that is, you know, if you can mentor young women that way and, you know, we just we just really wrapped our arms around the whole city of Eau Claire, and um, that first year it was just listen. This is this is not a fluke. We're going to do this together. It's not about any one person. And success then breeds success. Once you taste it, I mean, you know, and we had beaten a team that maybe they had never beaten before. And back then, uh, Oshkosh, you know, ended up being the team that we had really had to we went head to head with. And one year where we we ended up being twenty four and four and three of our, or four of our losses were all to, to Oshkosh. <laughs> we played in the conference tournament and the NCAA tournament, and that was our only loss. And they went 32 and all that year, won the national championship. <laughs> so, you know, and then we ended up hitting Wash U out of St. Louis and the, the St. Thomas was always very good back in the day. Now they're division one. I mean, there, there was, there was no method to the magic. I mean, I, you don't, when you, when you get a job in August and you're the new coach at River Falls or Stout or Eau Claire, whoever it is, you just, got to be who you are. And my advice to all coaches is this, 
don't try to be somebody you're not. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I, people, I love to run. I love to work out. I, I am a maniac. Like we have practice at 6am. I run at 4am because I want to make sure I'm awake and I can give my team everything. That is no lie. Drives everybody nuts because by eight o'clock I go to bed, but that's just me. And I'm not going to change that. Other people would much rather ride their bike or play golf or, or do something different. That's okay. Be who you are. And that's who the kids are going to respect. And then they got to trust you, you know, and I, I, I had two seniors on my first Eau Claire team that wanted so badly to win. And you somehow got to get kids to believe they can do something they never thought they could do. So, you know, I'm a big fundamentalist still to the day. Like when we set a screen, you're going to headhunt that screen. You're going to walk, you know, sprint to screen, walk to read, and you're going to do it right. You know, butt to the ball, all those different little old school things worked for us. And then all of a sudden kids start believing. And then all of a sudden it's like, holy cow, you know, we're playing for a championship or we just won 20 games. How did we win 20 games when we lost 25 last year? Right. So, and then what happens is I think, I think the WIC, the whole conference is a recruit. It, it's, I don't want to say it's easy to recruit, but all of the, those institutions are great academically. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot, there's, there's, there's more and more talent now in the, those surrounding areas in Wisconsin, up into Minnesota, where you're at, where you can get kids that, that want to play, you know, and we ended up having kids turn down division one scholarships to come and play because they wanted to be a part of, you know, going to the tournament and yeah. being at, you know, their, a lot of their friends maybe went to Eau Claire or something like that. So, you know, it's a kind of a long-winded answer, but my, and I, I've said it to many, many coaches, both on the men's and women's side, you need to just be, who, be who you are. Don't try to be somebody different. I, I'm not Pat Summit. I'm not Bobby Knight. And yeah. I'm not, you know, the guy down the street. I just am who I am. And, yeah. and you, you have to believe in yourself. It's got to start with you as a, as a coach. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't get the kids to believe in themselves. If you don't believe in yourself. And then, you know, they, all of a sudden you inject them with some enthusiasm and some positive reinforcement along with holding them accountable, you know, and they, you just, they don't like it, but you're then it's like, Oh, you're just like my mother. I actually take that as a compliment, <laughs> you know? So, you know, I, I, I just, I was very fortunate and we just had a, I never thought I'd leave Oklahoma. Yeah. I really did. I yeah. loved it. Absolutely loved it. It's a good town. I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not going to say it's a great town because I can't say that because I got to get, you know, I got to recruit against yeah. them. But uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I kid. Yeah. I kid. It is. It is. Um, and I and I know you're not going to do this, so I'm going to do it for you because you're too humble. But I want people to realize how good you were. 277 and 59. You guys won 20 games or more every year but one and went to the tournament every single year but one. So kudos to you on that. Again, I know you won't <laughs> brag about yourself, but I'll do it and I'm happy to. Um, you you mentioned when you do the interview with Drake and and we see that we see this all the time. Anytime a coach is going from one, lo- one level to another, it's, well, can you do what you did there here, right? So you, as you just mentioned, you've got confidence in yourself. You know you can go from D3 to D1. But for you mm-hmm. to have success early at Drake, that first year you go to the tournament, you go to the Sweet 16, the next, for you, was it, was it a bit redeeming for you to be able to look back and say, hell yeah, I told you I could do it? Did you have that moment at all? You know, you, you just, if you don't believe, then you shouldn't go, you know, and you know, my, it was a, you know, I obviously it was a decision for, for my husband and I and to move, I mean, he had to leave his job and, and 
go. And he's like, listen, this is a great move for you. It's a great tradition program. The thing I had to do is ensure that those kids believed in me. And, you know, when you are, you're in a tight game and you make a decision and it's, you, you certainly, it's not the, the players win the games, the coaches don't, but how you run practice and how, you know, I, I met with every player one-on-one and, and, you know, tried to, and, and some of them were, they're, they're still hurting from the loss of their person that recruited them. Yeah. So you've got to somehow, you know, and, and get them in your boat and, and not, you know, and I was, I certainly I'm a big advocate of, of coach Bluter and what she's done. And I'm like, listen, I, I'm not, all I can be is me. I'm not her. I mean, she and I have the same name and we both have a husband and children and we're kind of similar, but we're not the same person. And all I can do is tell you, I'm going to give you my best every day. And, you know, you, that builds in, injects confidence. And all of a sudden you see, wow, that's pretty good. You know, we had to guard Jackie Styles for two years. Loud. I mean, that was <laughs> unbelievable. And, you know, we held her to three points, one half. And I looked at her eyes coming out of the locker room like, oh, boy, we're in big trouble. Oh, no. <laughs> and she scored 38, you know. And it was it, like little stuff like that where, you know, we, we rode the ride together and, and that was important. But that it, it, it's tough going in there because you got to try to keep the, you know, this, you're not rebuilding that one. You got to keep it going or people are going to doubt you. So, yeah. uh, you know, there was, there was pressure yet. I had a strong belief in, in my background. You know, I, I had gone already 18 years as a head coach, you know, I was three at, at, at uh, Cornell and, and 12 at, uh, um, Eau Claire. And, you know, then, then it's the, the next step. So the biggest challenge for me was the recruiting piece that, that was, that just, just becomes different. And mm-hmm. it has been, I mean, now, you know, certainly I've been, doing this for a long time at division one level now, but it's daily, you're daily recruiting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and then, you know, I shoot, I didn't, I didn't even have a cell phone in Eau Claire. You kidding me? We didn't have cell phones. I didn't know how, I didn't even have an email for heaven's sakes. That's how far back I go. So we had to do a lot on, on just having kids come and people, yeah, to be honest, some kids landed in a lap yeah. and um, others, they, you know, just because of the school's reputation. And then later on, it gets a little bit better, but um it was it was a it was a challenge, but uh, certainly a fun ride. Yeah, well, and then you take this that another step, and you you mentioned the recruiting and and all that, but then you go to Wisconsin, right? And mm-hmm. it's even bigger, obviously, being being a Big Ten school and being from your your birth town. Uh, oh yeah. For you, and I know you know the, things didn't go the way maybe everyone wanted it to, but for you, the experience of going back to the hometown, the hometown team, what was that like for you to be able to coach there? It was unbelievable. I mean, my family was at every game. I mean, my husband and I are both from there. I mean, we had a whole section. I mean, the whole section was my family, yeah. you know, and after the game, they all were at the house, win or lose, you know, yeah. and they went through it all with us. And, you know, we, we had, the, there was zero, there was not, no recruits. We, we picked up somebody really late there. There was a, it was an empty recruiting class. We went and got one kid, um, that, you know, and, and did the best we could. And, mm-hmm. and we chipped away with it and, and it, it, we got better and better and better. We were in the NIT final against Wyoming one year. And, you know, we, we made this play tournament and we, we did really, really good things, but you know, there's pressure then. I mean, everybody knows you from yeah. you're, you're the local kid. And I, I love the experience. I'm very proud, very, very proud of everything we did there. We built that program to the top of the big 10 and we are one, bucket away from winning the regular season 
um, against Michigan State. That ball rimmed, that thing, if the the player from, uh, I think her name is Sentara Washington, if that ball doesn't go in, we are regular season champions. Mm. And so, it, it, you know, there's, I have zero regrets. It was a great experience. I have great friends. I'm very proud of what we did there. Um, we had a great recruiting class coming in and, you know, we were, we were knocking on the door of, of, of championship basketball. And, you know, so that experience certainly is, is something I, I look back very, with very, very fond and proud of yeah. everything that we did. I, I don't want to linger on this point, but I, I do think it's, it's important to talk about you're, you're there. And to your point, your last two years, you guys tied for third in the big 10, that, that one, the 20, 2009, 10, you guys go to the tournament, you're coach of the year, you get an extension, and then again, the next year you come in third as well, lose a really good player halfway through the season. And so from, from just my perspective, it kind of looks like the rug got pulled out from you a little bit uh, in terms of that. For you, like once once that does happen, though, and, and you spend that year with the Big Ten Network doing those kind of things, I mean, what was that year like for you knowing like, man, we, we were right there, right? We really were. And I feel like every coach says that when they get let go, but... You guys literally were right there. It, it's amazing how many people reached out. I thought I was the one that's going, not you, right. not in a million years. But you know what? I I, uh, I stand strong. I know who I am. You know, I am a mother, a wife, a teacher, and a coach. We do things the right way. We, we, we abide by the rules. We All of our players were great, great student athletes, and we were right there. So, um, you know, you go through a phase you know, Blake, just to say that you go, you're, you're mad, then you're sad, <laughs> and then you're glad yeah. because there's another door that's going to open. And I am in, at, at peace with it. I hold no grudges. Um, we know, and I know, I think a lot of other people know too. Um, but you know, it's, it's a, it's a crazy profession. Yeah. And, um, I just, it was hard right away. Like, I, it, the, the day that that all happened, you know, obviously it was totally blindsided. And, um, I remember that day I went home and I said, we got to get the kids out of school and talk to them. And everybody's worried about me and, you know, I, and my parents and all that, cause we're all from there. So you get, you have yeah. to have a big family meeting and I needed some, a distraction. And I'll, this is true that night at my husband and I, we went to the movie, the, the movie, the Lincoln lawyer. I'll never that. So every time I watch that movie, I'm like, Oh my God, that was that day, you know? Yeah. And then the next day, my daughter and I took off and I went to Florida for a week. I just got out of town. Yeah. And, uh, it was, you know, there's certain things that you just, you wrap your arms around the people that care about you. You also, you know what, you find out who your friends are. Mm. Yeah. You really do. Um, and there's a lot of support. Um, and you know, it, it all worked out. Actually, it's really, it's worked out very, very well. I have, I hold no ill will. I'm, I'm a badger. I have been, always will be, and uh, you know, I, I, I will, will root for the Badgers because I grew up there, just like the Packers and the Brewers mm. and the Bucks. And I hope they get things going and they pass the ball and my little Bucks can <laughs> make their way to these playoffs. But um, I'm, I'm super happy here at St. Louis. I, I really am. There, the, the support I have from. The very, very top all the way through. I've got a great staff. I have a, a, one of my Wisconsin assistants, Ty Margaret Thaler, is on my staff. Yep. He's now been with me. This will be his 11th year with me. So 
um, you know, there's there's a lot of happiness. We got a really really good team. I'm super excited. I I hope we get to play. Yeah. Because I I'm really excited about this team um, and what we can do and uh, in the A10, which is a great league, and our opportunity to to get to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, it's a it's a phenomenal league, really, and it's a it's it's now becoming rapidly a multi bid league, which is exciting. Um, and I do want to I want I want you to talk about your program. You've You've won 141 games since you've been there, 71-55 in conference. In 2015-16, you guys won a share of the regular season for the first time in program history. So you you said it earlier, you kind of leaned into, let's take over a program that's never been there and make it happen. You were able to do that at St. Louis. So you, you did it at Eau Claire, you're, you're doing it at St. Louis. For you, what is it about St. Louis? What is it about that place that makes it so appealing? Well, number one, it's a great academic institution. Uh, my son attended uh, St. Louis, graduated with his master's in accounting um, from from St. Louis. It's a great school. It's a it's a it's in Midtown. It's it's basically it looks it's a private school. Obviously, it's very well kept up. It's the water. You know, it's beautiful. I mean, it looks like a golf course, really. Yeah. Our arena, Shapes Arena, is as nice of an arena as any I've played in in the United States. It is beautiful. We've got suites. We've got the, you know, it seats 10-5. We sold, we played UConn. We sold that out. We played Missouri near 10,000. Our, our game is last year. Our kid game was near 7,000. Um, we draw, we draw great attendance. Um, we recruited locally. Uh, we've recruited Midwestern. My, uh, my point guard, Kaiser Harbison was the A-10 freshman of the year. She's been a first team all-conference player. I think we've got the best point guard in the league. Mm. We've got, uh, five local players on our team. Uh, six five. Brooke Flowers is basically from across the street. Uh, Larry Hughes, who is a dynamic uh, NBA player, is uh, in uh, St. Louis. Billiken himself. Yeah. His daughter's on our team. I mean, you can go right down the list. But we've recruited uh, very, very well. My staff has been terrific in bringing great players. Um, the attraction is, it's St. Louis is not just the arch. <laughs> it's not just downtown Cardinals or the Blues you extend it out west into forest park into central west end and it is absolutely beautiful there's a lot to do um you can be a big fish in a small pond small fish in a big pond you know there's there's some you know i i think of river falls in minneapolis you're you're kind of sort of close you actually you can't run there but i can run downtown but you have that you have that piece you have if people want a big park they can go to it if they want to go downtown they can go to it if they want to go um be on campus there's a lot to do on campus um you know and and again tradition is important too people like to play in front of a crowd we've got great crowds um we try to certainly sell ourselves but our academics and our jesuit um education is is a big draw and we've been successful that way we're excited about you know what we have currently on our team i've got a a girl from germantown wisconsin on our team natalie mcneil who's really really good and um, Mariana Smith Traore is from Whitewater, Wisconsin. As far as I, I stay with a lot of my absolutely those those you know those ties and you know Miriam was at Marquette one year and then she transferred to us. She led the league in rebounding last year, so we got the best rebound in the league. I'm just really excited about our team. Um, we are my philosophy has always been the same. You know, it's it's family and team unity, and that's who we are. Um, it's not any one person's game. It's all of our game. We play pack line defense, <laughs> um, been doing that forever. Uh, a little more pressure on the ball because some of those darn teams stretch us and get to the three point line. But yeah. outside of that, um, we, uh, this, it's, it's the same game. It's just different place, different players. And yeah. 
um, again, I, I come in with everything I've got and I try to give them everything I have, love them like daughters. Uh, my staff are like brothers and sisters to me and we, I love to go to work every day mm. and, uh, I, I, it just, it continues and I am excited about this season. Yeah. Well, um, I'm, I hope, yeah, I hope we can all can play as well. I'll, I'll get you out of here on this one and you've been really gracious with your, with your time. And I appreciate that. Um, sure. for, people and I think people have gotten a good idea of it as they've listened to this but for people that don't know you as well and just you know they know maybe your story but now like as a coach what what is the message you'd want to get across what do you people what do you want people to know about you about your program like what would you want them to walk away from if you could just give them one or two things that I will do everything I can to help you maximize your potential as a player, um, I will give you 100% of my energy on a daily basis and mentor you. If you're an assistant, do everything I can to help you be a head coach someday. If that's what you would like as a player, watch you walk across the stage, like a proud mother, embrace you as an individual every day. And do everything I can to love and support and care for you. Those are things people will never doubt about me. I, I don't that. And, you know, if there's a critic out there that might say that I'm too nice, but you know, and our players might disagree with that on certain <laughs> days, but I will hold you accountable, but I will in, in, wrap my arms around you and help you become the very, very best that you can become both on and off the court. Yeah, that's good stuff. Awesome. Well, coach, Thank you. Uh, it is really enjoyable getting to hear your, your story and learn from you. I really appreciate, again, you, you taking the time out. And um, best of luck to you guys going forward. It has been fun seeing you build that, that Billikens program up, and I'm looking forward to seeing what else you guys do in the future. Well, my very best to you too, Blake. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to watch the, the River Falls. You're still the Falcons, right? Yep, we're still the Falcons. Yes, yep. And I I, uh, I watch uh, keenly about with that league and – um, they're in great hands with you. So all the best to you and your family, and and please stay safe, and, and uh, let's pray we all get to play here soon. Sounds great. Thanks again, Coach. You're welcome. Well, that was awesome. It's always fun when you don't have to steer guests, and you just get to sit and listen, and I thoroughly enjoyed that. So thanks so much to Lisa Stone at St. Louis for taking time every day to, to spend it with us. Thank you for listening to The Jump Around wherever you listen to it. SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes. Thank you. Uh, if you can rate and review wherever you listen, that is very helpful. You can find me always on Twitter at Blake Dudanis. Until next time, this is The Jump Around.